marketers, this is the Girls in Marketing podcast. Thanks so much for tuning in today. We are so excited to get started with the episode. Just before we do, we want to give you a little introduction to who we are and what we do. Girls in Marketing is an e-learning platform and online community. We are on a mission to bridge the digital skills gap and equalize gender seniority in marketing. Right, that's enough chat. Let's get into the episode. Let's be honest, when you work in social media, creating content is one of the most time-consuming tasks. I know this for a fact, and I'm sure many of you out there do as well. It's so important to have a tool that can push your productivity and aid your creative process. So before we jump into the episodes, we want to give a huge shout out to our sponsor, Adobe Express. Adobe Express is a free content creation tool that allows you to design professional templates, social media assets, logos, and a lot of other things as well. What I particularly love about Adobe Express and something that is super relevant right now to social media and content in general is that it takes into account video content. So you can resize and merge videos as well as convert videos to different file types, including GIFs. Essentially, making graphics as a marketer has never been easier than it is with Adobe Express. I'd recommend checking it out by going to adobe.com slash go slash girls in marketing or heading to the link in the show notes of this episode. Hello and welcome back to the Girls in Marketing podcast. Today I am joined with Jasvina Sahota. She is the content and social media manager at Slate Teams. She is also a TikTok creator with over 100,000 followers and a social media manager in her spare time when she gets a minute. Today, we are going to be chatting all about TikTok, TikTok trends, how you can create a TikTok strategy and so much more. Jasvina is a friend of ours at Girls in Marketing. She has put on masterclasses for us before, as well as just generally got involved with our community. So this is a very exciting chat today, and I hope you enjoy this episode. So, hello. Thank you for coming into the studio today. Very exciting to have you. I want to get started um, and just go straight into it, really, and ask you, how did you get to where you are now? What's your story? What's my story? Okay, I'm going to try and make this short and snappy because it's a bit of a long one. Um, But went to university, did digital marketing, um, comms and PR at Manchester Met at a time where, like, digital marketing was like, you need a Facebook page, you need a LinkedIn profile. Okay. So it was very, it wasn't very advanced. Mm -hmm. Basically, I didn't, anything that that I use today, I Mm -hmm. didn't learn at university. Okay. Did university, um, moved back to Birmingham, did that typical thing where, you know, you go from job to job trying to mm-hmm. get break into marketing. Okay. Finally did in a junior role as social media exec, um, mainly focused on like paid social, which I quite enjoyed. I, I like the analytics. I like seeing like tangible results, mm-hmm. which is something obviously so important in social that a lot of people don't understand. Um, and then from there, um, progressed to social media manager. And then during COVID, um, I moved back to Manchester, found a job here, and okay. then was made redundant. Okay. So I started freelancing for a short while, and then along came TikTok. Mm-hmm. And TikTok, without me, you know, um, getting too deep into it, is the main reason as to why I'm where I am today. I started an account 
giving very basic social media marketing tips for small businesses for people that wanted to break into social media marketing um and it gained attraction mm-hmm. and then i thought okay people are liking this content let me try and push out some more i did um, managed to grow my account zero to 100k within six months um started generating leads mm-hmm. so people started messaging me on instagram um emailing me asking me to help them can I do one-on-ones workshops um so that is kind of like the short snippet as to where I am today mainly because of TikTok sharing my knowledge showing that I understand marketing social media putting that into practice Mm -hmm. um and by people actually seeing that and seeing that I actually know my stuff yeah resulted in me of successfully becoming a freelancer. Yeah, that's crazy. I think TikTok is, I mean, well, it was the most downloaded app in 2021. And also I think there was some stat recently that said that it's like surpassed Google or something, which is so crazy. And I think that, you know, you definitely like jumped on the bandwagon of TikTok. Do you remember, so you've said, you you know, you went from zero to 100,000 in six months like crazy stats do you remember when your account started to kind of gain traction and maybe was there like sometimes people talk about you know pivotal point or like a certain video or something that you was doing do you remember that time and like like how it started gaining traction and stuff um i think i did like a simple video and it was back in the day when content was very much you can point to text it was quite Mm. simple um i think i did a video and it was like um the different skills you need to work in social media marketing or to become a successful social media manager and it was very basic um and I think it was like seven or eight skills. And I remember I used to go to sleep. Mm-hmm. I'd wake up and I'd be like, shit, like I've gained 100 followers overnight. Yeah. And I'm like, oh my God, sorry for my swearing, by the way. <laughs> um, and I'm like, oh my God, 100 people like watched the video. They enjoyed it. So then I started to think about, okay, well, what else can I make mm-hmm. that people might be receptive to? Yeah. Um, And there was another one where it was like... um instagram highlights that every small business needs mm-hmm. um and i said you know services delivery returns policies um about us that simple stuff that we as people that work in marketing know is mm-hmm. a standard mm-hmm. it's like the menu that you'd have on a website mm-hmm. but people who are starting small businesses marketing isn't at the forefront of their mind so i thought let me try and do this and i did that and that one got like over four or 500k views mm-hmm. um and it was at that point where I thought, okay sharing valuable i know everyone says that's a buzzword mm-hmm. but sharing like valuable or um advice in small snippet fun ways mm-hmm. was doing really well and that's when yeah. i thought let me try and make more of this yeah i think it's interesting that you say um that valuable because i think you know, you might not maybe work in marketing think, oh, that's valuable, but actually to someone who has never been exposed to that or maybe, you know, hasn't really thought too much, like you said, about marketing, that could be really, like, key to their strategy. Because literally someone could have watched your TikTok and been like, okay, and then they go and do it and then it completely changes their strategy altogether. And I think what's interesting 
in social media and stuff is that actually Instagram and I mean I have a bit of a bone to pick with Instagram anyway and I'm sure every uh, everyone else listening and, and you know everyone else kind of thinks the same because of the algorithms and updates and everything that Instagram always do um, but what's interesting is that TikTok was totally new and it was bringing something, like you said, 100 followers a day. That's kind of like unheard of on the likes of Instagram and stuff. So it's interesting that, you know, a lot of people like yourself and a lot of other accounts kind of jumped on that and, and really rode that wave of TikTok. Do you think that, you know, that wave is still happening? Or Because I was speaking to someone the other day and they said that, like it's basically you can't there's no point in creating like a tiktok account anymore because it can't gain traction anymore which i don't really agree with but i think maybe what you were saying you said you can't just point things and give advice anymore so maybe has it changed to maybe how it was when it launched in like 2020 yeah mm-hmm. i think it's definitely evolved mm-hmm. and i think that's because the content that viewers consumers of the app expect more Okay. So what I've seen a shift in, so the, like pointing to text doesn't do as well anymore. The type of content that people make is a lot more advanced. It's it's a lot vlog style content mm-hmm. or like previously anything that was very polished, that like YouTube style content wouldn't have done well. Whereas I've seen a shift of like the content that people are publishing that is doing well is high quality, it is edited in something like Premiere Pro and not okay. always directly in the app. So I think, again, like with anything, it's evolving, but I think that's because we expect more as viewers, we mm-hmm. want more. There's only so so far that content is going to get us before we're bored of it and we need something else to try no. and catch our eye. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, I think it's definitely changed. So I think with that... People might say that, you know, there's no point going on TikTok anymore or trying to grow an account. You just have to see what's doing well now mm-hmm. and try and adapt your, your content creation strategy. Yeah. I think video is, again, maybe another buzzword, like video and creating content, but video sort of content has been huge in 2021 and people are saying, you know, trends for 2022 and everything like that. Um, And I think that reels are huge on Instagram at the moment. And I wanted to kind of touch upon that because I think when Instagram brought out reels, people were a bit like, hmm, not really sure. Seems like they're copying a little bit. What are your kind of thoughts on on reels? Because you do tend to post on reels on your kind of account and stuff. What's your kind of thoughts on that? Um, Reels, obviously, yes, Instagram is trying to do one over on TikTok and be mm. like, okay, well, they know it's a big shift in people moving to TikTok because they wanted that type of content. So they're trying to provide it all within the app. So again, they keep view people on the app for longer. Mm-hmm. Um, I personally think that Reels now feels like TikTok did 18 months ago. Okay. So I'm not as receptive to that content because I've been there, done that. Mm. I've seen the pointing to text videos. I've seen like the quite like super basic videos whereas people that never got on the tiktok bandwagon are gonna be receptive to reels because they're like mm-hmm. oh my god yeah this is so amazing or like because i spend so much time on tiktok the things that are trending now on tiktok will be trending on reels in three or four weeks time and i'm mm-hmm. bored of it i want a new trend yeah so reels for me personally i never go on the reels feed okay um 
I post reels because I just repurpose my TikToks mm-hmm. um, because that's easy content. Easy content, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's easy content, um, and I don't tend to do a lot of other posting anymore mm-hmm. just because I don't have the time or don't feel like I need to. Um, but reels is putting up a fight. I think naturally, content creators, business owners, they ha- they have to adapt mm-hmm. um, because you know Instagrams clearly saying and it is shown there's figures there to show that if you're using reels you're gonna get more reach mm-hmm. um your content will perform better if you're mm-hmm. using reels so i think it just depends on like personal preference but yeah yeah i'm not a big fan of reels mm-hmm. but i use it because it's the only type of content that i post on tiktok yeah so i just no I know I don't think I am a huge fan of reels mainly because I don't really consume a lot of content on Instagram anymore actually and I don't know if anyone else you know out there will will agree but I think with the constant updates and changes on Instagram I think the use of Instagram is like plummeting um I'm not don't quote me on that because I don't know if that's like you know correct um but I actually found I love TikTok right and I think it's so great you can find you know amazing things travel is is amazing I'm sure you know you will have been on like travel talk clean talk gets me going for like the week like I'm sound um you know all these different things like the day in the life ones where people make them cool like you know, or even outfit videos, like, I'm here for all of that, I think, though, TikTok as an app is, like, very much something that I needed to distance myself from, because I felt like it was genuinely consuming my life, if you looked at my screen time, you know, we were talking about this yesterday, me and some of the the girls and the team, and we were saying, what's our screen time, and talking about that, because recently, Martha has um, deleted TikTok, Mm because she was, like, no more in my life, no TikTok, um, and she was like, I, I hate it, because I love it at the same time, but she was like, I need to get back into like, you know, reading and stuff like that, so she said she da- um, deleted TikTok, and I was like, I have taken myself away from it a bit, because I felt like it was just consuming, yeah. because I think the content is so like, addictive, it's so interesting, yeah. um, and I don't know, I come from like a more psychological background, so I think that that's really interesting for me, yeah. to be like, why do I love like scrolling on this app so much, yeah. and people laugh and say, oh, you know, I spent like three hours on TikTok, but like, that's three hours, yeah. like, and I don't think that would ever really happen on any other social media. No, I agree. Like, for me, everyone goes to TikTok for different purposes. Mm-hmm. I go to TikTok as, like, a bit of escapism. Mm-hmm. So, like, it's when I want to, like, I want to watch content that's going to make me laugh or something that's interesting. And I think that's why people can go into a TikTok hole mm-hmm. because of the For You page and how the algorithm works and how it knows your behaviour, what content you watch to the end, the type of people you follow, the feed is curated for you in mind, obviously mm-hmm. to keep you on the app for as long as possible. But yeah, when I go onto TikTok, I go on there for escapism, I go on there knowing that I'm going to feel good. Mm-hmm. Um, and no other social media app gives me that feeling and I think that's why TikTok has a bit of like a chokehold on people because they feel good things when they're on there and they also have like they experience spontaneous content that they wouldn't expect to consume anywhere else so 
I might be, you know, scrolling through my page and there's a load of social media stuff, marketing stuff, but then something comes up and it's like things you can do in London in April. And I'm going to London in April and I'm like, oh my God, amazing. Yeah. So it's little like content nuggets like that mm-hmm. that I think um, are really amazing. And the fact that they're saying, just to drop this in, that in terms of advertising on TikTok, you're now going to be able to target people depending on what they've searched yeah in the search term thing so i just think i'm using tiktok at the moment as like a like a google like Mm. a search engine you know things to do on a holiday yeah um and it it gives me the content that i need so Mm. i just love it yeah i think you know what though i'm definitely a consumer in that way because i will do the same you know like i want to do this big asos shop like at the end of last year i was like you know new year new loads of clothes i should do um and i was like so i I literally typed into tiktok like you know autumn springy clothes because i wanted like a more generic wardrobe so i typed that in and there were so many things and i found this girl on tiktok actually and i don't know her name but credit to her because she's really good and she's like outfit videos and it's just like they're not i'm not super extravagant with outfits and stuff but like they're just really casual nice outfits and i was like this is like what like how i want to dress yeah so i literally followed it and just like consumed so much of her content um and it's just re- it's so it's crazy and actually thinking about how crazy tiktok is i used to follow this other account she closed it was a, a girl and a sister um Izar and zara i think their names were have you seen them before she's From got Birmingham. like a really little sister they're cutest so cute so cute but they closed down their account for a bit and i think she's got it back up now or something i literally named my dog zara with an x because of that girl (laughs) because we just loved the name and she was so cute and we used to me and my partner used to watch the the content all the time and she's so funny and i was genuinely like i I grew to love this zara as a name and Mm -hmm. i was just like when we got our french bulldog i was like let's call let's call it zara and we part of like yeah let's do it and it was just but then when you think about it tiktok has literally influenced me that much that i have caught my dog from like someone that i've seen on tiktok it's crazy yeah it is it's mad the power that it has Mm -hmm. but again it's it's a positive experience that you've had yeah um and don't get me wrong i think you know like with any app there will be times or you know it will start to evolve and there might be negative things on there mm-hmm. like with anything but are still it's very much still a hub of like creativity fun um and enjoyable content mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, i wanted to touch on like just video content in general because obviously yeah. we're talking about tiktok um and what i don't know if you kind of have insider knowledge or like if you want to share anything about what makes short form like video content so popular why do you think that you know people are social media apps are pushing it because tiktok is but also why people are consuming it more i think that um social media for a while had become quite stagnant Mm. in terms of like what can you consume like and especially for people who have short attention spans or like I'm someone who if if my attention is required you need it ASAP mm-hmm. I'm like I've never been able to read a book to the end okay like that's like as an example like yeah. unless it hits me from the first page I'm not I'm not like flicking to the next one mm-hmm. so when it comes to content 
like we as consumers we want more content and we want it quicker yeah we want it now we don't want to have to wait so i think with short form video content the strategy to it is to like obviously you, you, you're trying to hook people in from the very beginning have something that looks quite aesthetic interesting might be controversial um and that's the key into getting someone to actually spend the time and mm-hmm. and stop and think actually i'm gonna watch this piece of content mm-hmm. um but i think it is the, the big thing is that people don't have the attention spans that, 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 that they used yeah. to because of social media so when you've got short form video content if you know that you're gonna go on tiktok you're gonna scroll for 10 minutes and potentially watch like 30 good videos you're going to like more people are going to want to do that it's like vine mm. vine was so great so i think it was seven second videos where they couldn't monetize the platform so it disappeared um yeah. so tiktok is literally just another evolution of vine but just way better and then, yeah. you know, typically if you think about you know marketing from a, a longer point of view and like blogs and stuff like that you know the the evolution of the internet is crazy and you know years ago people might have went on you know just on google or a search engine and searched like top you know holiday destinations or top things to do in april like you said or top things to do in london they go on it they go on this blog and it's like this you know a thousand word blog of like all these different things and i mean it's good but like it was last updated like you know five years ago and like all that sort of stuff and you know you can tell that it's like on a website that like they're they're maybe the travel and tourism or they're like a hotel so they're gonna like say their hotel whereas I think TikTok and content like that provides an unbiased but also interesting yeah and informative kind of yeah kind of way and I think a lot of businesses are using tiktok to their advantage um you know especially those that kind of like started in the lockdown and like they've kind of grown and done like absolutely amazing and one in particular that i spoke to recently for a secret project that we're working on but i don't think it will be secret when this goes out um was brownie gods so they are a like brownie are so so good they've got like 500k on tiktok Um, and i was chatting to the the founder of that and we were talking about the craze of of tiktok and everything um and they she literally said before the pandemic before tiktok they were just like a small bakery from her literally her kitchen it was her um and she was just like in the kitchen just cooking brownies and now she's got like a full-on um i don't know what you call it like a factory like a, a supply chain she's got everything going on and it's crazy because tiktok's had that effect on her business and i know it's had an effect on a lot of other businesses as well yeah. so brownie god she's someone who i started to follow her i think when she had like 30 or 40k followers mm-hmm. because one because i've worked in social media marketing i could appreciate her content and what mm-hmm. she's trying to do i use her in an example in one of my workshops okay. as like what a business mm-hmm. can do or how a business can leverage a trend mm-hmm. to drive awareness about their own business um yeah and, and her content is amazing um so yeah i can share the same appreciation for what brownie gods accomplished mm-hmm. and this is what i think people don't understand the the scale of what tiktok can do for businesses yeah um in terms of driving that awareness it's the awareness that it gives people mm-hmm. you know tiktok can give you 100k views in 24 hours you can't do that on instagram unless you're putting ad budget behind it yeah right which is that's what the problem is but mm-hmm. yeah the scale that 
companies can grow or small businesses can grow via TikTok is insane. Yeah. And I think it's that consistency as well of like just constantly showing up and providing, you know, you said before, like valuable content is something that people it goes amiss on maybe other platforms, but on TikTok, it's so, like, authentic and transparent. And, like, brownie gods in particular, you know, they show behind the scenes of, like, people making the brownies. They show... We talked a little bit about the um, really funny TikTok that they did, if if people ha- are listening and haven't seen it. It was, like, funny things that people have put on brownies. I don't know if you've seen it, but it was, like, some really rude stuff. And it was so funny because it made me laugh because I was, like, this is content that is just like you wouldn't typically see and that that's something that's in the back end of like their you know shopify e-commerce store um and no one else would see that but because they're kind of putting it out on there and no one's getting into trouble because it's like anonymous and stuff it's just really great yeah yeah it's good Mm -hmm. i love it (laughs) so i want to talk a little bit about the creative and like practical processes for tiktok so we spoke about the fact that you've got like over a hundred thousand followers which is crazy and you know you said you started and it's evolved over time but what is your kind of like process for creating tiktoks for creating short form content and like is there any times that you what's the creative process behind it um so i think everyone will kind of find their own kind of jig for me and i'm talking like not as much now because i don't I'm not creating as much content as I would like to because mm-hmm. I'm doing it for other people. But um, I'm a big advocate in first, in order to create, you have to consume, right? So you have to consume content. If you don't consume content, you don't know what is working for other businesses or what is working on the app. So consume content, see what's going on, see what trending songs are, see the style of people's videos. And then the second one is do your research research on the hashtags, go into TikTok, go into the Discover page and um, put in search terms that people might be looking at to try and discover your type of content or the mm-hmm. content you try and plan out. Um, and then I would, I mean, I, I know we say content pillars all the time, but if you can plan out like your content pillars or little topics that mm-hmm. you would like to talk about, you can then branch off onto them and think about ideas. For me, that is the process that I've taken in my own business and when I've helped and supported other businesses to try and grow their TikToks. Mm-hmm. Um, and then when it comes to the actual creation, there's loads of different styles, but a, a big one which you've obviously seen and I've seen is like sh- like small little vlogs. Mm-hmm. And these for me, in terms of like promoting yourself or showing up and showing your business a bit of behind the scenes they're probably one of the easiest types of video to create because all they are is like three four second clips of like your day which i'm making one for this actual podcast today Mm -hmm. um and then you you merge them together and do a voiceover yeah and it's so simple and easy um and that's just that's just one type of style that is doing really well at the moment because Mm -hmm. people are interested in okay well what does this person get up to in the day what you said before like the little um i thought it was interesting that you referred to the search bar as like search engine because that's not something i've ever thought of before but i suppose if you want to create a tiktok about a day in the life of someone who works in marketing 
typing that into the search bar, seeing what else does well. Yeah. I mean, it's, it seems like common sense, but maybe it wasn't for me before you just said that. And equally, the vlog style stuff. There's a girl who does TikTok. I'm sure you'll be aware of her, but she scouts. Her name's Emma Matthew. I don't, I can't remember her second name. It's like Matthew something. She does like what I eat in a day. And she's been doing it for ages. I don't know how many followers she's got now, but she must have like hundreds yeah. of thousands. And basically every single video, she so, she does some like get ready with me and stuff. But most of them are literally like what I eat in a day. And it's so interesting because like, I'm so interested in like what other people eat. It is very much like you do have to just try and figure out and see okay, well, what, what are people receptive to. You don't want to create content just for people. Because I think that's the, that's what I fell into. I was creating content with just the, my audience in mind. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't necessarily making me happy. Yeah. So you do have to try and, like, as you... If you've got an account and as you grow, you'll learn to maybe adjust. And I would try... If you're someone who is, like, focusing just on a business, try and show a bit of your personal side as well. Mm-hmm. Um, because people love that. Too. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I was going to talk about TikTok strategy for businesses because... I'm sure that there'll be people where, like out there now, you know, they might be in work right now or I don't know where they'll be. But, um, you know, what would you say is like the top kind of tips for creating a strategy? Obviously, you said like be personal. Um, but is there any other things that you can think of for people to kind of help them with creating a TikTok strategy? Because maybe they're working somewhere, they're doing like they're being tasked with like a TikTok account or a TikTok strategy. And I think sometimes it can get overwhelming because just like, where do I even begin? Yeah. Um, but yeah, I don't know if you've got any tips. So I try and um, tell people is that when you're thinking of TikTok and content to make, I say TikTok can play a really key part in like your marketing strategy in terms when it comes to your marketing funnel. Mm-hmm. I don't want to use too many buzzwords. <laughs> but um, in terms of, so when you're a new business, you're trying to drive awareness, right? So you're trying to, you're trying to tell people about your business and people that you think may like, may like your business. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's where TikTok can play a really key part. So when you're creating content, think about, okay, well, if someone was walking down the street, you wouldn't say to them, hey, this is my business, can you buy a product? What would you tell them to try and get them to that stage? Mm -hmm. And that's the type of content that you can try and make. And it doesn't have to be like, hey, you know, we're a service-based provider and this is what we can do for you. There's really cool, fun ways that you can try and get that message across. Mm -hmm. So again, like I said, like consume and research. I would really focus on like that, awareness type of content mm-hmm. because it's that type of content that will get people interested and people will start to you'll see that people might you might start to grow a following on instagram through tiktok like people use tiktok a lot to drive traffic elsewhere mm-hmm. to other places where they're trying to get their customers so like to podcasts or websites yeah. newsletter signups um so in terms of a strategy it's hard to give like tips and like this is like the one strategy that fits all um but I, I always tell people to focus on awareness content don't be expecting results in terms of well I've been on TikTok for a month and I've got no sales mm. or I've got no leads because that isn't what TikTok that isn't the sole purpose of TikTok yeah um so think about awareness content again consume have a look what other people are doing look at competitors on there mm-hmm. because there are brands on there that you will not think are there's 
for example, I came a t- I came across a TikTok that was from a blind company, like blinds oh, for right, windows. Okay. Yeah. Their videos were so good. Oh really? Sync to the beat, and it was basically this is how you can put our blinds up in fifteen seconds. Yeah. And I saw that came ac- across on my FYP because I've been looking at home renovation, interior mm-hmm. design, and they're using these hashtags in their content. Mm-hmm. I came across it, went over to their Instagram. I thought, okay, they've got a, a decent Instagram. Then went onto their website, mm-hmm. had a look at their website, and then they retarget, retargeted me with ads. Yeah. So that's just a little workflow that you can see. If, if you create content on TikTok, it's where you can potentially get your customers. Yeah. And now in terms of them as a business, I'm in their consideration stage. Yeah. So when I'm going to get blinds for my house... I'm going to be like, right, I remember Blinds by Post on TikTok. Mm-hmm. I'm going to actually see. And I, I, they might convert me. I might become a customer. Yeah. But that just shows you that by, like, creating content, um, which is very much awareness style, how you can get that person to different parts of your, to different platforms um, that your business is on and potentially get them as a customer. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, they made blinds look pretty sexy on TikTok. Yeah. And I was sold. <laughs> <laughs> that, yeah, I always think that happens to me so much. Yeah. I see, like, TikToks of things and then even if it's, like, places sometimes. Yeah. And it's, like, I've seen this, um, like, place in London and I went, like, I went to London um, and I seen it on TikTok first and it was like, because there's always like waffle places and like, yeah. like hot chocolate places and all that and I get targeted with them. Um, and when you're actually like in the place or you know, you see it, you actively go out and search for, for these what these places. Um, so even if like you don't physically go in and you don't buy something, you're still like, oh look, that's a place from TikTok. Or like you said, you know, you when you are in the position to buy the thing that you've seen, maybe you will buy it maybe you won't and I think that's why it's difficult for business owners to calculate like ROI which typically you know we talk a lot about in marketing like ROI and like KPIs and all these like buzzwords and stuff but genuinely it's so hard to calculate that return on investment for businesses for marketers as well and to just prove that it's doing what it should be doing so it's interesting that you said go with more of an awareness strategy so that actually it doesn't matter if you're driving sales if anything the sales are a bonus rather than expected yeah and Mm. I think that's what's really key because there will be if you've got bigger bigger companies there might be senior people in leadership teams thinking what's the point in TikTok is it going to drive any business and that's why I say you can only really you can only really put efforts into TikTok one if you've got resourcing for it because if you don't have resourcing for it and you're like you're not going to do it well mm-hmm. or you, you're going to struggle and you're going to think what's the point um, but in terms of like people can't expect to get to get tangible sales mm-hmm. or leads from it it's a bonus that's why it's very much creating awareness and that's what they have to understand like a company has to be bought into that to that fact mm-hmm. um and if they're not bought in it's going to make it difficult for the marketing team or the social media team that are trying to push um, yeah that platform it's, it's a luxury platform to be on mm-hmm. if a brand's on tiktok um they've obviously can either pay to have resourcing and you know externally mm-hmm. or they've got a team internally that can help them but it is definitely a luxury yeah to be on so the ultimate question is 
how difficult was it to grow your following on TikTok? So we talked about the fact that you've got like so many followers now, yeah. which is great. Um, but how difficult was it? Like how much were you posting? Like what, how difficult was that for you? Because I feel like we just said it was overwhelming and time consuming. Yeah. Was that for you? Like, you know. Initially, it was when I was freelancing. So I had a lot of free creative time I want to say I was posting about two three times a day which is ridiculous yeah if someone told me you need to post two three times a day I'd say no thanks see you later (laughs) in like the kindest way possible because Mm -hmm. it's it is especially the type of content that people are that people want to see now is it's evolved so much you can't just whack out I mean there's some odd videos that you can jump on a quick trend but it's not just about trends Mm -hmm. um so i think when i started to gain traction um and then i i joined like a company full-time again i I struggled to balance and it's the same with me i i posted yesterday and before that i hadn't posted for a month Mm. so my account now is like a bit dormant or Mm -hmm. it will gain views like a week after I posted something Mm -hmm. um but that's just that's just the way of the world and something that I've got to live with but there's just when you get to a certain point it's difficult to keep up with that momentum and that's what it is it's with TikTok it does require like a consistent pace a Mm -hmm. cadence in terms of pushing out content um so yeah it is if if people are posting on there and they're overwhelmed 100% 100% you're valid in feeling overwhelmed because it can mm-hmm. be um so it was it was difficult yeah um, but I did it I did it I did aim to try and do it under six months and I did I think I managed to do it like on boxing day yeah because I started in the June mm-hmm. um and so yeah it was good yeah <laughs> I think if if people are looking to kind of do a TikTok strategy you know it's not necessarily about like you know posting two or three times a day but more just being consistent with it yeah if you say to yourself you know I'm going to post twice a week or three times a week it's not necessarily going to be that you'll have hundreds of thousands of views but you will build and and it's good good habits as well isn't it you know I recently read a book actually around habits and I think you know if you want to do this and continue with it and you want it to be like a sustainable strategy you've got to build the habits of doing it yeah um so even if you don't say okay and I think another thing is as well is you can't say to yourself I'm going to post every day or I'm going to post twice or three times a day because it's so hard to keep up with and you know life gets in the way and I'm sure that will have happened to you when you were posting two or three times a day and I think that's why you know if you are a marketer or you're working for a company or a small business set realistic goals yeah and then as you go on you know make it them a bit harder make them more challenging but initially you want to say to yourself okay I'm going from posting never on TikTok to you know twice a week three times a week four times a week five times a week yeah twice a day I think that's more realistic and that would be more realistic for me as well yeah I think it's managing your expectations Mm -hmm. um you will see people on TikTok that are saying post three four three to four times a day you know this is what you need to do the same way that there's Instagram gurus there's TikTok gurus TikTok Mm. coaches and for me a lot of their tips are quite toxic yeah mm-hmm. they're saying if because people want to grow people want to be a creator they want to like monetize a following and they're preying on these people mm-hmm. and they're saying you know follow me for all these tips and blah 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 
you do not need to post two, three, four, five times a day on TikTok. So if someone's telling you that, you don't need to listen to that. Listen to what you feel like is manageable for you. Yeah. And if you're doing that, then manage your expectations. Mm-hmm. And you know, think, well, if I can't post every single day, I'm going to post or like I'm going to batch create. Mm-hmm. Let me create four TikToks in one day mm-hmm. and I'll push them out over the week. Yeah. That way you you spend an hour or two creating content and it doesn't consume the rest of your week. Yeah. You can then just post them as you wish. Yeah. But yeah, don't fall for any fake TikTok coach guru hacks because it's, it's not the vibe. <laughs> there was a quick, before we kind of round up, there was a quick tip that I found and I can't remember for the life of me who said it, but it stuck in my head. And it was, if you're consuming, because you said, you know, consume when you're consuming if you find a trend or a video that you think could relate to you know your strategy or your business send it to like yourself so that's what I do now is that if I'm scrolling and I'm consuming I'm not in like a business mindset in like I'm looking for sounds or videos I'm just I'm just scrolling and maybe it's like the sound or like the trend or something and I like send it to myself and then I like make a little note of like how I think it could relate to what I want to post. Yeah. And then you can then go and batch create the content because I found it was so, so difficult to like just come up with 10 videos at once. Whereas if you spend a few weeks just like scrolling sometimes, sending yourself the videos, almost kind of forget about it. And then you go back to it and you're like, all these ideas are so great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It is, that's a good thing. And something now that they, that they, that all accounts should have is when you favourite a piece of content, you should be able to add it to a folder. Mm. So what I do now um, is if I see a trend and I'm like, okay, I like this trend. I don't know how I can apply it to my niche, but Mm. I know that I'll be able to, is I'll favourite it and add it to like a trends board. Okay. It's a bit like Pinterest when you can add things to a board. Um, And then when I go to create content, they're all there for me. Okay. All the different videos. Same way that if, you know, if if I want travel tips, I can save loads of videos, favourite them. Mm -hmm. So I've got a travel tips board. Okay. It's just a way of organising like, yeah, um, I'm yeah. Gonna, and like food, like food. I mean, not yeah. recipes because I'm not. I'm cool. yeah, I'll go to restaurants. <laughs> restaurants, <laughs> yeah, food talks, stuff like that. Um, but that's something that people can do is if they're seeing trends and they want to try and organise and try and plan how they could maybe use mm-hmm. things that can favourite them to a board. Yeah, fab. Well, thank you so much for joining today. Before we finish, got one question because we ask everyone this question and it is do you have a motivational mantra that gets you rearing ready for the day gets you up in the morning something that you can share with people just for a little bit of a pick me up so my motivational mantra it's a song okay um and it's basically uh, this is a bit cringe but my song is drake headlines okay you can sing it if you want uh, <laughs> no just um we'll skip past that bit i do pull that off camera off camera but it's it's drake headlines okay and that song like is very much about like not caring what people think mm-hmm. like if anyone's ever doubted you like ignore them like look at me look at where I am now and it sounds really cringe but that song really like motivates me because I feel like uh, a bit of a sub not sub story but like in my life growing up because Mm -hmm. of the person that I am or my personality Mm -hmm. or how I come across like 
educationally in institutions like family friends have always kind of doubted me and not thought and they've always thought that she's not really gonna make it Mm -hmm. or like you know she just wants nice things and she hasn't really got the personality that can take that can bring on a professional career okay um and listen to that song is a bit like saying you know no 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 thanks for your opinion i've got to where i am by 100 percent like unapologetically being me yeah and what i actually do now which i would recommend anyone to do is whenever you feel like you've achieved something in your life Mm -hmm. that is something that you didn't think would happen or it's like a big win for you dedicate a spot somewhere to write it down whether Mm -hmm. that's at your desk on your phone in a note section because there's so many times that i I will think I'm not where I need to be or I'm Mm -hmm. not where I want to be. Mm -hmm. And when that happens, I'll open that section in my phone and I'll think about everything that I've I've achieved and I'll be like, you know what? I'm doing a pretty good job. I'm sick. Yeah, (laughs) I I am sick. And I think that's something that, um, like, we're so... I think just us as a generation of, Mm -hmm. like, millennials, Gen Z, we're not very Mm self-congratulatory and we don't, like, embrace our wins. But by doing that, like, every single morning, putting on my little motivational song, I'm like, yeah, you know what? I've actually done pretty well so far in life, mm-hmm. and I'm going to continue to add to this wins list. Yeah. And that is, like, my long-winded motivational mantra. Yeah. Thank you so much for joining today. No problem. Thank it's been you so nice to have you. Right, that marks the end of another great episode. We really hope you enjoyed tuning in today. And if you did, please share with your friends, rate us on Apple Podcasts, follow us on Spotify, and watch the video version on YouTube. We've got so many exciting things coming, so we really love for you to get involved. See you soon.